Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, Lawrence here. Mockery Manor is free, and it always will be, but it's not free to make. So if you'd like to help me and Lindsay keep making these shows, you can become our patron on Ko-fi. For just a few quid a month, you can get access to bonus material, all of my music for the shows, physical merch, we'll actually send you things in the post. You can chat to us, you can get a personalised video message from Magenta and Bernard. And most of all, you will have our sincere thanks, because we really couldn't do this without your support. So please go to ko-fi.com slash longcatmedia, or you can tap the link in the show notes of this episode. Thank you very, very much, and we hope you enjoy the show. Previously on Muckery Manor, time is running out as the evidence against J.J. mounts. J.J., Betty, and Parker gather in the parlor at the Four Spurs Saloon to try and figure out who done it. J.J. is alarmed to hear that someone has been in her room and stolen the letter from Mrs. Wainscoat that lured her to the mine train on the night of the murder. Parker tells them how Clay's stalker Appeline gained access to the VIP lounge because of a mockery security pass. Betty reveals that Appeline's son Brian is the spitting image of Clay. Fennec reveals that Bobby has collapsed and Harry has been arrested for poisoning him. Not only that, Harry's real name is Jacob, and he used to be a private investigator, hired for a job 10 years ago that involved infiltrating Clay's inner circle. Ooh boy, that's a whole heap of revelations. Finally, Betty tells the others to gather their suspects for a Poirot-style showdown. And that's you all caught up. Y'all enjoy the episode now. Longcat Media presents... Mockery Manor, Season 3, Episode 9, The Master Puppeteer. set. Almost. Parker? Yes, boss? Can you put these name cards in the places I've marked on the table plan? Okie dokie. I've calculated who should sit next to who and in whose eyeline for maximum psychological disruption. I am the master puppeteer and they will dance to my tune. Blimey. Hello. Uh, excuse me, Betty. If I may ask a question... No, I... Paul. You may not. 
You can only be here if you don't speak. Yeah, but I oh, do shut need to... up, Paul. Just be grateful your grubby little show's getting a scoop. Oh, 100%, 100%. But I, I really do need to say something, and then my lips are sealed, I promise. Ugh, what? Quickly. Um, your sister, JJ, is she going to be here? Because she might not be terribly happy to see me. She might attack on sight. Oh, why's that, Paul? Is it because you followed her to an NA meeting and fundamentally violated her privacy? Ah, so you know about that then. You know what, maybe I'll just go now. Oh, I... grow a backbone, Paul. Just take your camera and get behind the curtain, please. The curtain? This one here. See? No one will even know you're here, including JJ. Oh. Now go! Curtain! Hop to it! I shouldn't have to put up with this. I'm a respected journalist. Time, please, Parker. Almost 11. JJ should be back by now. Where is she, anyway? On her way here, I hope. All right, Parker. Tell Fennec to bring them in. It's showtime. Detective, bring them in. I can't believe I'm working with Fennec. All right, you lot, parlour. Now, please, no dawdling. Thank you for your cooperation. All your questions will be answered soon enough. Armstrong, the psychic's husband is in the kitchen making hot wings. Leave him. He has his instructions. Does he now? And what's my role in this, Armstrong? You just relax, Fennec. Oh, I see. Put me in the corner with a sausage roll like Granny at the Christmas party. Once again, youth tramples experience. I'm not excluding you. Well, I suppose I am, actually, but... Look, I really need to do this on my own, Fennec. It's my turn to save JJ. But I'll let you know if I need any help. Right. This is going to be a disaster. What? What? Didn't say anything. I'll stand by the door then, shall I? Discourage anyone from leaving. Good idea. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you all for coming. How could we not? Such a fine invitation. This is very strange, Betty. Very strange indeed. Ah, yes. Uh, please take a seat, everyone. There are name cards where I'd like you to sit. Oh, you're just going to ignore the name cards. Oh, of course you are. Kirstie. Can you all sit where your name Kirstie. card... Oh, you see the name cards? Hello? Oh, could you sign my record? OK, fine. Sit wherever you want. Make yourselves comfortable. Oh, any sign of the others, Parker? No, the saloon's empty. Great, 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 great. Fan-bloody-jastic. OK, so there should be a couple more joining us. So I think we should just wait for them. Talk amongst yourselves. She's jumpier than a cat on the 4th of July. What kind of stun are you pulling here, Betty? Just solving a murder, Harry. Oh, I mean Jacob. Jacob, I like it. Why didn't you tell me that was your real name? When we were, you know. Maybe if you'd let me talk, I would have. <laughs> right, yes. <clears throat> anyway, I'm glad you're here. Wasn't sure you'd be able to come. No charges? No proof. Shall I go and get us a few drinky-poos and nibbles? Yes, I'll do Sit that. Sit down, Magenta. I think it's best we get started. Oh, uh, all right. You're probably wondering why I've invited you all here today. Why I've engineered this little reunion. Oh, Lord, someone's read too much Agatha Christie. Evidently, the letters I sent to you were sufficiently provocative to ensure your attendance. Parker, Magenta... Thank you for delivering them. No problemo. This is fun, isn't it? I didn't have much choice in the matter, did I? As you know, inside each letter, I wrote a short phrase. And that short phrase is why you're here. Because on reading that short phrase, you came to know that I know your secret. That was the most clumsily worded sentence I've ever heard. Shh! This is going to take ages, isn't sure, it? Sure, sure. Keep going, Betty. You were saying something about secrets? That's right. Every single person in this room has a secret. As my dear sister and I know only too well, secrets have a habit of isolating us from our fellows. 
Thus, we are forced to manage our secret alone. A situation that invariably leads to disaster. Ear, ear. Open, honest communication is the foundation of an healthy relationship. Yes, thank you, Parker. So let me get this straight. We're here because you don't want us to suffer alone? How very kind of you. Unless the purpose of bringing us together is, in fact... Blackmail. Oh, Lord. I hope not. No, Kirstine. The purpose is finding your husband's murderer. Something one would hope you'd be in support of. You know who did it? I do. Good heavens. I think. I'm pretty sure, anyway. Like, 94%? Keep it together, Armstrong. If you know, why the hell haven't you told the cops? Because I needed to be sure. And because the cops are coming to us. Huh? What? What? But first, let's clear up who poisoned Bobby. Jacob. I did not poison Bobby. The only prints on the glass were his. The crap they found in his drink, it was... Bobby's pills. Crushed into a powder. Yeah. Someone with access to Bobby's pills slipped them into his drink. So who could that be? Jacob. I told you, I did not do it. Although you had good reason to hurt him, did you not? Did Bobby like you when you first met ten years ago? Take a wild guess. Bobby's a petty, bigoted son of a bitch. How do you think he treated Jacob? Badly, I imagine. Dang right he did. Especially as he suspected that you and Jacob were... (laughs) Mm. Before anyone clutches their pearls, Clay and I had an open marriage. It worked for us, okay? Was Bobby vindictive? Mm, No, not really. Oh, really? Bobby's not an emotional man. He might seem it, but underneath all that melodrama and caterwauling, he's a cold, calculating little bastard. Whereas in my experience, to be vindictive, to be petty... You gotta be soft as a peach and just as easily bruised. Gosh, you've such a way with words, Kirstine. Magical. And of course, Bobby's focus was always on his greatest asset, Clayton. A man he'd been sucking dry his whole adult life. Now there's an image. Of course. And if Bobby knew that Jacob was collecting evidence for an expensive paternity suit against Clay, I imagine Bobby would have become protective. A paternity suit? Oh, it's all true then. That Clayton Woodrow could fill the mine train roller coaster with his illegitimate children? I'm afraid so, George. Oh, so that's what you asked the tarot that day before the concert. I'd like to know if what I heard about him is true. I... I did. How did you know that? I didn't say it out loud. I'm a gifted psychic, my dear. Oh, of course. And a lip reader. Pardon? Nothing. How did you know about Clay's offspring, George? I'd heard rumours for years through the fan club, but I always dismissed them. Until Clay's stalker paid me a visit. Abilene. She showed you a photo of her son, Brian. She gave me a tape of his singing voice, too. Uncanny. What did she want from you? She wanted me to offer Brian a job here in Claytonville as a, as a tribute act. Going back to Bobby for a moment. Once he figured out what you were doing, Jacob, I'll wager he came after you. What are you basing this on? A vivid imagination. I'm basing it on what you told me, Jacob. I thought you were referring to Clay at the time, but I know better now. What I told you? Do you not remember? It was a couple of weeks ago, when we last, um, hung out in my office. Shall I put Bogan Bay on? I don't want anyone to hear us. No, please don't. Oh, don't take your shoes off. I haven't hoovered in a while. Wait, let me put the do not disturb sign on the door. Blast, where did I put it? We need to get a move on. I only have 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Well, that's not long enough. Not for me, at any rate. Well, I've, I've got to get back to work, so it's 20 minutes or nothing. Oh, how tiresome. You really should go into business for yourself, Harry. Make your own schedule. Been there, done that. 
You have? What the hell did I just sit on? Is, this, is that a Cheeto? We call it a Watsit in the UK. God damn. Oh, you've got cheese dust on your ass. Let me brush it off. No, no, get off me. I'll do it. Don't you ever clean up around here? Oh, well, you're a ray of sunshine today. Should we do this another time? You don't seem like you're in the mood. Guess not. What's wrong anyway? Nothing. Tell me. No. Is it work? Come on, spill the goss. You'll feel better if you do. I'm not letting you out of here until you do. You'll be late for work. You'll make George angry. <laughs> How are you this annoying? Just the talent I have. What's wrong? I'm pasting a billboard this afternoon. 12 foot of Clayton's face. Okay. After that, I'm testing the sound system that will pump Clayton's songs throughout the whole park. What's wrong with that? That's your job, isn't it? Sure is. Shouldn't have come here. Working like a dog for what? Putting money in the pocket of a blind old fool and his pill-popping parasitical thug goddamn- Crikey. Sorry. I'm- I'm sorry. Oh no, don't apologize. I've never seen you show any emotions before. Exciting. And you know what I always say, strong feelings, strong tea. Time for a cup? No, I should go. Don't be silly, sit down. So, how well do you know him? Who? Clayton Woodrow. Why do you think I know him? You said he pops pills. Sounds like insider information to me. Uh, I don't know, must have read it in a magazine. Rather libelous. Surprised they're allowed to print that sort of thing. Do you want to go for a drink sometime? What, like a date? Wait, you're changing the subject. I'm just tired of meeting in your office is all. You do know him, don't you? You just don't want to tell me. Why is he a thug? Are, are you sleuthing me? Is that what this is? Because there's nothing to sleuth here, doll. Don't call me doll. Yeah, well, don't call me into your office again. Not until you've cleaned it. I, I wasn't going to invite you back anyway. You got better things to do, huh? Like eat Cheetos and watch Bogan Bay? <laughs> Miss your mouth with the Cheetos, apparently? What's it? They're called what's it? Just sod off, Harry. Just sod off. Not sure we needed that much detail. Oh boy. I feel dirty. Uh, right, yes. Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll keep it short next time. I had to include the bit about the Cheeto, didn't you? What's it? Will, this is uncomfortable. I'm just going to pop out and check how Bernard's getting on in the kitchen. Shall I let her through? Let me. Yes, go on then. Be right back. If you're lucky. So, the pill-popping parasitical thug was Barbie. <laughs> Sounds about right. Would you confirm for us, Jacob? Yep. Ten years ago, a couple of his goons followed me down an alley. Almost killed me. Mr. McDaniel sends his regards. I left town after that. Sure sounds like a motive to me. You know what, Anna Lou? It does. Ugh. I did not try to murder Bobby. So why are you here, in the UK, in Claytonville, at the exact same time as us? Very good point, Anna Lou. Oh, gosh. When you replied to my job advert, you knew full well that Clayton was booked for the grand opening. Oh, come on, you guys. Isn't it obvious why he's really here? To see me. To reignite what we once had. Jacob's been carrying a torch for ten years. Uh, no. Um, that is not the reason. What? That's not what you said in the bayou. I said it was nice to see you again, that's all. What? what? Young man, <laughs> I think you need to tell us the real reason you're here. To murder Bobby. You are. What? He admitted it. You literally just said you didn't do it. But I didn't. I didn't even try. Hell, I never even made a plan in the first place. I guess I thought I'd know what to do when the time came. 
But then when I laid eyes on him, I saw how small he'd gotten, all old and just frail, and all the rage just drained out of me. Can't say I was too choked up when he collapsed, though. In my letter to you, Jacob, I told you who really poisoned Bobby. Yep. I will now tell the rest of you. The name I wrote was... Anna Lou. I'm sorry, uh, no, what? Why? Me? Dude, what? Anna Lou, did you try to kill Bobby? No. On the night of the concert, Anna Lou, you argued with Bobby in the VIP lounge. What was that about? Nothing, nothing. It, it, we didn't, we didn't argue. You did? I saw you. You hated Bobby, didn't you? No. You wanted him dead. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't. So tell us what you argued about, and why you snuck into Clayton's room the day after the murder and stole his toothbrush. What? 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 There's no point denying it, Anna Lou. Detective Fennec and I were there, hiding behind the curtain. You were there? You saw me? Oh, it's all kicking off. Hang on, it was Anna Lou? Why did she take his toothbrush? How'd you figure that one out, Armstrong? The ping noise. What in this room goes ping? I tested everything in that room, and the only thing that resonated like that was a ceramic toothbrush holder. From there, it was a process of elimination. Kirstine was on the phone to Clayton's lawyer, Bobby was shouting at the police, George was being interviewed. Which left... Me. Okay. You got me. I took Clay's toothbrush. You wanted his DNA. That's right. To prove... To prove that Clay's my father. Good heavens. Oh my god, the secret kid, it's always the secret kid. Are you shitting us? She is not shitting us. And that's why you argued with Bobby in the VIP lounge. Yes. He found out. On the trip over, he saw my passport. My middle name is my mama's first name. And Bobby... Bobby knows my mama. So you don't deny it. You snake in the grass. Clay ain't giving you bastards any more money. You can't get anything out of him. I'm not trying to, Bobby. Liar. I know who your mama is. Won't rest till she gets her pound of flesh, huh? Bobby, listen to me. I'm not my mama. Why should I listen to a snake in the grass? Think, Bobby. If I was going to take Clay to the cleaners, wouldn't I have done it by now? I've worked with him for five years. God damn it, the bartender's watching us. You got something planned. I can tell. Okay, okay. I admit it. Mama got me to take this job to get close to him. <laughs> I knew it. But then I liked my job. I liked Clay, and I stopped listening to her. I stopped doing what she wanted me to. You gotta believe me, I don't need Clay to know he might be my daddy. <laughs> and you don't need his money, I suppose. No, I swear. So, uh, what you saying? You're, uh, you're not gonna tell Clay who you are? No. If Clay knew, how could I work for him anymore? If he knew, he'd fire your ass. He would. In a hot second, sugar. Oh. <sighs> Are you gonna tell him? Do I look stupid? Do I look like I wanna hurt my oldest friend? Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. <sighs> God damn, you got me all riled up, Anna Lou. Bobby, now that we're talking about this, now that you know, maybe there's something you could tell me. Mm, what do you want now? I just wanna know how it happened. How is Clay my daddy? <laughs> if your mama never told you the facts of life, I ain't about to. Oh, the facts of life don't explain it. My mama brought a paternity case against Clay 20 years ago. So I recall. And she lost. The court said he couldn't be my daddy 
because 20 years ago, there wasn't any DNA testing. All Clay had to do was prove he wasn't anywhere near my mama around the time of conception. And he could. He wasn't even in the country. He was in a rehab center in Switzerland. I know. I arranged it. Okay. So Mama lost. Oh, she was so angry. What do you want from me? Sympathy? I want to know how I am my father's daughter. Because all these years later, my mama swears blind I am who she says I am. <laughs> Sounds like she's lying to you, sugar. And if you know what's good for you, you'll drop it. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, that doesn't add up. The conception? Ah, uh, no. Not just the conception. If you're not making a claim to the Woodrow estate, why would you need DNA from Clay's toothbrush? I just want to know for sure. For myself. Hey, Betty, Betty. Anna Lou might have thought that Bobby would try to silence her if she went public as Clay's daughter, so she might have tried to kill him before he could get to her. I can hear you. We can all hear you, Parker. Ugh, this is painfully stupid. Anna Lou didn't poison Bobby. Pray tell us why you think that, Kirsty, and I'm all ears. Look at her. She's not the type. But the one that did it is always the one you don't think in a million years did it, innit? I know better than most. What Parker is trying to say is that appearances can be deceiving. Look at Anna Lou. So meek, so mild. And yet she was the first to approach Abilene in the VIP lounge on the night of the murder. <laughs> You're just... Come on. Let's go. And why? because she recognised you. Isn't that right, Anna Lou? Oh, uh, well, yes, I, I admit it. She recognised me. Um, Mama used to take me to Clay's concerts when I was little, and Abilene was always there. <laughs> oh, yes. Abilene told me about the concerts. She told me a lot of things, actually. Your mother didn't take you to enjoy Clay's music, did she? No. M Mama made signs for us to hold. They'd say things like, absent father, and make him pay. Make him pay? That's pretty darn threatening, Anna Lou. She was trying to shame him into settling with us in private. It didn't work. Clay security threw us out every time. Motive alert, motive alert. I can still hear you! And I didn't hurt Bobby! I'm not talking about Bobby! It does sound like a solid motive for murdering Clay, doesn't it? What? The father that never acknowledged you? That turned your own mother against you? I didn't kill Clay! Or Bobby! Why are you saying that? You know what? This is ridiculous. I don't have to sit here while you accuse me of things I haven't done. I'm leaving. You're not going anywhere, sunshine. Are you arresting me? No, he's not a policeman anymore. He can't arrest you. Sit down, Anna Lou. Parker, do you remember that case I had? The one I called the case of the dubious stallion? Huh. Uh, no, I don't think you told me about that. I definitely did. It's not ringing a bell. The one with the horse sperm. Oh! Yeah, sorry, I might not have been listening. Ugh! Anyway, the case of the dubious stallion. Basically, it all boiled down to the fact that people pay a lot of money for fancy horse jizz. Why are we talking about horse... 
um, fluid? Because, George, sometimes people are willing to procure fancy sperm through dubious means. What? I think Kirstine knows what I'm talking about. And Jacob, too. And Bobby, obviously. Do either of you want to tell her, or shall I? Ugh, fine, fine. I'll do it. Although I only know some of this because Jacob told me. Go ahead, Kirstine. Before I married Clay, he got hit with a few paternity cases. As discussed, including the one brought by Anna Lou's mother. Anyway, none of them stuck. A few years later, DNA testing comes along and a private investigator is hired. That's me. Uh-huh. Jacob is hired by a collective of these women who swear on the Bible that Clay is the father of their children. Jacob is tasked with stealing some of Clay's DNA for testing. I was married to Clay by that time, and when these women got in touch through their lawyer, Clay swore to me that these kids were not his. He really believed it, but he had no choice but to settle out of court. Clay was so confused. First, he thought the scientist or the judge had been bribed. For a while, he thought DNA testing was a made-up thing, and we were all being duped. But then he realized he might have forgotten that he'd slept with all these women. How'd you forget something like that? Well, the thing was, all these illegitimate kids were roughly the same age. Between 27 and 28 years old. Uh Uh-huh. Clay was in a bad way 27 years ago. He fell off the wagon after a real nasty divorce. So Clay thought maybe he was blackout drunk and he just couldn't remember falling into bed with the harem of fans. From then on, Clay felt like he couldn't trust his own memory his own mind. He was so ashamed. Wouldn't talk about it. But I know he thought about it. That song the night he died. Some days I feel like I'm sinking. He suspected something. Weighed down with all my regrets. Things I can't even remember. Things I do well to forget. I guess he knew something was off. After all, he was in rehab while some of those kids were conceived. Turkey basting. That's what I thought too. What? Turkey basting? Bloody hell. Maybe they didn't use a turkey baster, but the principle is sound. A DIY form of artificial insemination. I don't get it. Oh. Oh, okay, I just got it. Wouldn't Clay know if his man fluid was being scooped into a turkey baster? Oh, not necessarily. Anna Lou. Do you remember when you mentioned that song Clay released about the massage parlor scandal? And when the tabloids ran that expose about his trip to the massage parlor after his divorce, what did he do? He wrote a damn song. That's certainly got my cogs whirring, I can tell you. Massage parlor? Oh, well done, Miss Armstrong. You're quicker than I was. So you already figured it out? Only recently. Me and Bobby, we were drinking one night, and he told me when Clay's divorce got messy, Bobby booked him in for a special massage to cheer him up. A special massage with a happy ending? I believe Bobby was trying to shock or nauseate me, and he succeeded. But it all fell into place. Does that mean... No. Bobby milked him. Bobby violated Clay's bodily autonomy for financial gain. He arranged for Clay's semen to be collected at the parlour, and then he sold it on the black market. The DNA of one of the world's biggest country stars. Some of his more ardent fans would pay top dollar. I can't believe what I'm hearing. 
I thought he was just another sloppy swordsman who couldn't keep it in his trousers. Clay wasn't like that, Mr. Fennec. Oh, gosh. I feel terrible for ever doubting him. If Bobby ever wakes up, I'm gonna kill him. Must have cost your mother a fortune, Anna Lou. The insemination, the court fees, the lawyers. Mama came from money. That's what she always told us, but we were always clipping coupons, and when I was 12, we lost the house. She never told me why. We lived in our station wagon for months. Must have been very hard for you and your brother. Brother? What brother? All that misery. All because Bobby needed to pay his gambling debts. But I didn't know that. So why would I try to hurt him when I didn't know? Anna Lou, when did you know your mother had followed you to the UK? I... Well, <laughs> my, my mom is... I imagine it was terribly alarming when she walked into the VIP lounge that night, bold as brass. She might have told everyone who you were. No wonder you were so quick to act. Bloody hell, Armstrong, that's detective work. Hang on. Her mum was in the VIP lounge. <laughs> Abilene! Oh my god! Good heavens! The stalker's your mom? Holy shit. I guess the cat's out of the bag. Abilene Doherty is my mama. Tell me, has Abilene always believed she's in a relationship with Clay? No, no. She's always been eccentric, unpredictable. But the last couple of years, something happened. She told me they were having an affair. She showed me gifts Clay sent her, but they were just cheap trinkets. Not the kind of thing a millionaire would give his mistress. Oh, and there were letters too. Love letters. Have you seen these letters? A couple of them. I told her they're not from him. I work for Clay. I know what his handwriting is like. More letters. So many letters. So who do you think is writing them? I don't know. Some creep who enjoys tormenting Mama for fun? Uh, can I, can I say something? Oh, go ahead, Jacob. You said earlier that you'd written in my invite the name of the person who tried to kill Bobby. But you told everyone here it was Anna Lou. But that's yes, not what... Yes, I know. I lied. You did what? Quite an effective method for getting people to talk, but yes, a little unethical, perhaps. I'm sorry I upset you, Anna Lou. In actual fact... The name I wrote in Jacob's letter was... It's me. JJ? Hello, everyone. Mockery Manor is written by Lindsay Sharman and directed by Lindsay Sharman and Lawrence Owen. Music, sound design, and editing by Lawrence Owen. Haley Evanett was Betty and JJ. Lawrence Owen was Parker and Paul. John Henry Fall was Fennec and Bobby D. Christina Bianco was Kirstine. Luke Capasso was Jacob. Kareem Cronfley was George. Christy Bolton was Anna Lou. And Madame Magenta was herself. Mockery Manor is supported by Arts Council England National Lottery Project Grants and our wonderful patrons on Ko-fi. If you'd like to become one of them and help me and Lindsay keep making podcasts, tap the link in the show notes of this episode or go to longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dude. 
Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.